It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Our Hour. And our scripture reference today is taken from Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. We celebrate that there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. And we rejoice a little more when we can pack all that celebration in just one hour on Sunday morning, please. Where did we get the idea of a one-hour worship service? When did we decide that's all we needed? That whatever we do during a particular worship gathering, let's make sure not to overdo it because we only have 60 minutes. Is there a biblical notion to that idea? Not that I can find. Now, to be clear, there aren't scriptural references to how long a worship time should be, period. There aren't details in any of the New Testament letters that outline an order of worship for the church. I will say there are several references to what seem to be extended times of worship and study, though. But I'm not going to suggest worship gatherings have to be more than one hour to be holy, faithful, or passionate. I can remember several times being out of Sunday morning worship in 45 minutes. Jesus was proclaimed, the gospel was shared, and the preacher got a few kudos for getting everyone out early. So let's think some about where we got the idea of one hour worship and what that might say about what we think worship is. I'm sure social calendars help galvanize the Sunday out before noon expectation. The joke is that the Methodists wanted to get to lunch before the Baptist. But do we really think Methodists are the only ones who know how to eat well? We also had other things we had to get done on Sunday. But I'm not sure it was just our calendars. I've listened to hundreds of people talk to me about their worship experiences. In short, I'll just say this. Many of those people talk about worship in personal terms. That often sounds something like this. The songs are meaningful to me. I feel good about going or it's my weekly fuel up. Don't get me wrong. I want people to be happy to be in worship. Giving praise to God does have joyful consequences for our soul, but those are gifts from God, I believe. Think of it this way. If the songs weren't meaningful or you didn't feel good about going, could you still worship God? Would you still go? Would it still be worship? If the answer is no, or you had to think more than a few seconds about that, chances are, your worship is more centered around you than God. When our worship is more us-centered than God-centered, among other things that happen, time becomes more of a priority. It's fun when I get a chance to talk about Acts 20. That's where you'll find the story of the young man falling out of the window. In and of itself, that's not funny. 
It's only humorous sermon material when you recall he was listening to the Apostle Paul holding a discussion until midnight. I like to say Paul's preaching bored him out of the window. There's a larger theme to notice in that story that I hope you'll take time to read. Today, I want to consider how important it was for the church to listen to Paul. He wasn't going to be available the next day, so he taught and preached for so long someone fell out of a window. Now, people could have left before that. They didn't wear watches, so they couldn't look at their wrist at 1201 like people do today, but they could have all fallen asleep. They didn't, though, because they wanted to hear the truth of Christ proclaimed. They wanted to hear the gospel. They wanted to ask questions and learn more about the glorious mystery of Christ. I wonder if we could say they needed to hear. They hungered for it. When worship is more us-centered, we only need to hear what we want. Just give me the songs I like and a good motivational word. That may sound harsh, but you pay attention to what people say about worship, and I think it'll be hard for you to ignore too. When worship is more God-centered, we hunger for and need to hear whatever it is that God wants to speak to our heart, no matter how he speaks to our heart and no matter how long it takes. Stay blessed.